This is Ring Scoops Retro on ringscoops.com. Hello, wrestling fans all around the world and coast to coast. This is Ring Scoops Retro, and I am your host, that Ring Scoops guy. And this is a very late Saturday night, June 20th, 2020. Uh, most likely you'll be listening to this on, uh, you know, uh, June 21st and after, because, uh, you know, it's only an hour until midnight where I'm at here in SoCal. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's 10.55 p.m. Pacific time, uh, Saturday, uh, June 20th. Uh, first off, before we even jump into the match for this week's uh, podcast, I want to send a very special happy birthday to a certain buddy of mine out there uh, by the name of the D.A., yeah, uh, you guys have uh, you've heard him here on uh, Ring Scoops Retro in the past. Um, been a longtime friend of mine for God, maybe sixteen, seventeen years. Um, we broke into the business together back in uh, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, out here in SoCal. Uh, broke in together in the Empire Wrestling Federation. Uh, we did commentary together for a while. Uh, he also became a referee, and then when he moved to Florida, back to Florida, uh, where he was originally from. Um, he, st- he picked up doing uh, referee work for a few years out there in the Florida territories. And um, he's since retired from the wrestling business. Um, as, as I guess I, I would consider myself uh, semi-retired as well. I do, I do work once in a while. But uh, anyway, uh, to the DA, if you're listening, buddy, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, this week on Ring Scoops Retro, we are going to go way back into the mid-1990s, 1994 to be exact, August 29th, 1994 to be even more precise, an event called SummerSlam. SummerSlam is going to be approaching pretty soon here this coming summer. In August, rumor has it Drew McIntyre might be going up against Brock Lesnar again, but who knows? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I had conversations with my buddy Mac. Uh, we both agreed that we don't think that Brock Lesnar is going to be using any of these um, events with no crowd, <laughs> uh, you know, as part of his dates. Um, I think WWE and Brock Lesnar are going to save those for a while. But anyway, uh, enough of the current talk. We're talking to uh, Ring Scoops Retro here on this podcast. Uh, SummerSlam 1994, one of my favorite matches at this event. And I I might have to break my rules. Because remember the rules, uh, a match before 2010, but it has to be under 30 minutes. There's a match that takes place on this pay-per-view that I believe clocks in at 31 minutes. I think I might have to break my rule and make an exception for that one extra minute down the road for the cage match between Bret Hart and Owen Hart. And if I do do that, I will definitely bring a co-host on with me on that one because that's, you know, that's going to be a long match. You don't want to hear me for, you know, 30 plus minutes with one single match. That's why I, I try to make it under 30 minutes. I try to make matches anywhere between 10, 15 minutes. Um, obviously, if some do go longer, they go longer. The match for tonight is the WWF Women's Championship match. Alundra Blaze will be defending 
the women's championship against Bull Nakano. Um, it was very interesting back uh, in, in this time when Vince McMahon was trying to bring back, um, you know, a women's championship. Alundra Blaze was was like, I guess, the, the Hulk Hogan or the John Cena of her time for that division. Uh, obviously, we, we know it's well documented what happens a year and a half after this takes place where she shows up on Nitro, throws the belt in trash. But Alondra Blaze, especially at this time in 94, was definitely being pushed as uh, as the face of the division. And here in this match at SummerSlam 94, Bull Nakano and Alondra Blaze, even as a youngster, this match stuck out to me. I think I, was, uh, I, think I just turned 11 when this pay-per-view happened. Um, and I remember getting this pay-per-view. Um, I didn't get it at my house. Uh, me and my friends, uh, we would uh, we would alternate the pay per views, and we would all chip in. The pay per views are you know twenty nine ninety nine. Um, my friend Shanna across the street, I think it was hers. We watched the pay per view at her place, but um, I would chip in ten bucks. My buddy Adrian would chip in ten bucks, and then Shanna would chip in the other ten bucks, and we we would alternate whenever the pay per views were and whatnot. And it was kind of cool. I, I kind of miss that kind of stuff. Well, it's ironic, though, right? We would chip in 10 bucks, and nowadays everything is 10 bucks. I pay 10 bucks to watch what I'm about to watch. Because I'm going to watch this on the WWE Network. I'm paused. SummerSlam 1994, I'm paused right now at 17 minutes and 30 seconds. 17 minutes, 30 seconds, if you want to watch along with me, guys. Uh, I think I got the volume on the iPad cranked up enough. For the mic to pick up the, uh, the the background audio, I'm hoping. And so here we go. I'm going to count it down. I'm going to go three, two, one, and then say play. When I say play, we play. It's that simple. So again, SummerSlam 1994, watching this on the WWE Network, Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano paused at 17 minutes, 30 seconds. Are you ready? I said no. All right, here we go, guys. Three, two, one, play. Bull Nakano in the ring. Let me full screen this. All right. I was kind of scared if I was going to full screen, if it was going to like do like one of those like sudden little pauses or whatnot. All right. Crank up the volume a little bit. There we see Alundra Blaze. Known as Medusa in many other circles. Vince McMahon, I think, at that time, I think was doing a, a phenomenal job at building a division around Alundra Blaze. It was uh, it was a serious division too, you know. There was there wasn't too many with the exception of, you know, like Harvey Whippleman and Bertha Fay, that really weren't, you know, like, you know, major comedic elements. But um, not to say that, you know, the time didn't have any. I mean, they did. I mean, Doink the Clown, Big Bertha Fay, Harvey Whippleman, you know, that kind of stuff. Bastion Booger. I, mean, I think Bastion Booger might have been a little bit before that time. But still, you get what I'm saying. Ah, you know, a water bottle. Ooh, the Flower Girls. Giving the flowers to Alundra Blaze and Bull Nakano. 
Interesting there. Makes a like a big match situation here. And oh, look at this. Luna throwing the flowers at Electra Blaze. You know, it's interesting. I've been watching back like, last summer. I think I've stated this on the podcasts before. I've been uh, last summer. I started watching, uh, you know, '97 from like WrestleMania on, and I got all the way up to um, I think Unforgiven '98 before I kind of stopped watching them and started watching regular TV shows. By the time the you know TV schedule came back, uh, this summer I've jumped back into it. I am now up to the very first Raw of August '98, and it was interesting. Luna in this match as you know an outsider of, of you know but the way that she kicked off things uh with the flowers reminds me of, you know 98 when luna was uh came back in late 97 and she was feuding with uh with sable there for a while and uh did that spot that everybody sees in the clips where she uh attacked sable with the flowers took the scenic route to let you guys know that i apologize <laughs> Bull Nakano is just tearing Alundra Blaze apart. You know, when I was a kid, when I saw Bull Nakano, I, I was I was deathly afraid of that woman. The way her hair was, it was very unorthodox. I'd never seen hair like that before outside of the Simpsons. Um, the the several lines along, you know, like her face and whatnot, the face paint, the facial expressions that she would make, it was just scary. You know, uh, going back, if my buddy D.A. is listening to this and if he's doing a watch-along here, um, i got to point out, uh, D.A., guess who the referee is? And something tells me that last time that we did one of these, I think I pulled the same joke. Holy crap, Tim White refereeing a lot of these matches. The former handler of Andre the Giant, Tim White. And uh, now that I brought up Andre the Giant, i got to mention the... the, the HBO documentary that they did a few years back uh, never fails. I watched that Andre the Giant documentary and it gets to that, that moment where Tim White says that Andre died in a hotel room all by himself, alone. Just kind of starting to tear up a little bit right now, man. Uh, <laughs> it's just sad, you know. It's just sad. Let's get back to this match here, though. Uh, Alondra Blaze was able to get to that bottom rope to break things up. Bull Nakano still on top of Alondra Blaze and pulling her hair using that top rope. It's a loud USA chant starting here. I always thought it was funny whenever Brett would take on, uh, when Brett Hart would take on Yokozuna and a USA chant would erupt. It just never made sense to me. You got a Canadian and you have, well, you know, Samoan, Hawaiian, you know, um, an Islander, you know, being portrayed, you know, as being a Japanese uh, sumo wrestler. And you got a USA chant going. Alondra Blaze now trying to get her shine in here. But no, wait a minute. Bull Nakano now using that strength. Got a falsy in there. Wasn't a shine really. Hope spot. Uh, Bull Nakano now. Driving her leg across. We're going to see a, a Boston Crab, a modified version of it, both legs on one side. 
Like a one-armed Boston Crab. Look at that. Oh, man. Luna Vachon was another character back in the day that used to scare the crap out of me all the time, too. It wasn't until, I think, 98, 97, 98, when she came back, she was like, uh, with Gold Dust. I kind of appreciated the character a little bit. And then, obviously, you know, being older, watch back a lot of these matches and events and whatnot. You know, I think Luna Vachon, I think, I think it would have been cool to see if they would have gave her the ball for a while in the women's division. She's a very talented competitor. So Lundra Blaze is trying desperately to get to that bottom rope to be able to break up this Boston Crab. She's able to get to that rope. I mean, we know the story. The referee got to intervene. As she got to the rope, Bonacanda let go. Almost like a mind game she played with her. See, I'll let go when I want to let go, not when you get the rope. Bonacano, the powerful of the two. Though, going to go for the sharpshooter? No. Oh, look at this. Oh, boy. I, I, I'm having a brain fart right now. I can't even think of the proper name for this maneuver here. And look at that face there of Luna. Let's see here. Alondra across the top rope again. And here comes Luna getting involved behind the referee's back. Luna, ooh, using that top rope to choke Alondra Blaze and snap her back. And now Alondra going for a roll-up here only for a two-count. But look at this. Bulldokano holding on to the arms. And now an arm bar locked in. Nicely done, too. You can see um, her left leg across, well, now both legs across the the chest and neck area of Alondra Blaze. Alondra Blaze is trying to roll over to get some momentum here. You got to be careful there. That don't want to get don't want to get a pinfall attempt while being held into an armbar. You know another thing too that I'm reminded of a Lunder Blaze is something that happened uh, in '95. You know, and a lot of people like to give Trish Stratus and Lita a lot of credit for being the, the first women to main event Monday Night Raw. You know, not a lot of people remember in, in, in October '95, Lunder Blaze and, and Big Bertha Faye. Uh, main event at Monday Night Raw. I think it was Big Bertha Faye, where Alundra, I think, I think she won the belt back that night. Alundra Blaze here trying to get some momentum. Maybe this is the shine. Gonna go for a pile driver, maybe? Is she gonna be able to pick up? Bull Nakano? Bull Nakano, though. Saying, I don't think so. And look at the power of Bull Nakano. It is, um, maybe you guys can answer this. Uh, I don't know. You leave a comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on YouTube. Or if you're listening on, on Anchor, you can hit me uh, on social media at Ring Scoops on Twitter or Instagram. But is Bull Nakano still wrestling? Is she, is she still active or is she like semi-retired or fully retired or what? Look at this backslide there. I, you know, I 
can't say that I've ever seen anybody legitimately win a match with the backslide before. Oh, what a power bomb there. This could be it here. Oh, no. Man, this match picking up. It is definitely picking up. They are reading this crowd. Nice scoop slam there by Bolnacano. She's going to go to the outside, going to climb that top. And uh, even Luna climbing up onto the apron. Bolnacano is up on the top rope now. Oh, and Alundra Blaze moving out of the way from the leg drop. Alundra Blaze with a the kick there to Luna. Oh, and there is the bridging German suplex. What a fast count there by, by Tim White. Alundra Blaze retaining the women's championship. Alundra Blaze retaining the WWF women's championship here at this event. SummerSlam 1994 against Bull Nakano. A good match. Started off nice and slow. They paced it out just right. Towards the end, uh, you know, it, it picked up quite a bit. Love the finish of Alundra going after Luna and immediately going for that bridging German suplex for the pin. Thank you very much, Vince. All right. Go ahead and uh, pause that now. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it. There you go. Alundra Blaze and uh, Bull Nakano. Hope you guys enjoyed that match. Uh, I'm not going to waste any more of your guys' time. That's it for this week. Uh, don't forget, you guys can hit me up on social media, on Twitter and, and Instagram at Ringscoops, and also Facebook.com slash Ringscoops as well. And don't forget, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ringscoops. You can get the VKM Dollar Bill Good Shit t-shirt. You can get the Gorilla Position t-shirt. You get the Kool-Aid t-shirt. You can get the Burger King Have It Your Way t-shirt, the Pornhub t-shirt. We got them all. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ringscoops and Twitch.Ringscoops.com This coming week, June 25th, ladies and gentlemen, Slammin' Jam Summer Blockbuster, live on Twitch, Thursday, June 25th. Head on over to uh, Twitter, at Slammin' Jam, for more details. Slammin' Jam, S-L-A-M-N-J-A-M, Slammin' Jam. That's it. That, that's that's all I got. That is all I got. That's all, folks. Well, I'm that Ring Scoops guy saying thank you, good night, and be cool. <laughs>